0: Listening to the Lanch J Radio Network. Paragon, Paragon Seven, seven studios. studios.
1: Here's a disclaimer. What I'm about to read, I have I have no partisan slant or Dog in the Fight. I'm just reading from CNN.com. Freshman Representative George Santos of New York, who has been caught lying extensively about major parts of his life story, may have just been caught in another lie, this time by a United States senator. The embattled House Republican describing his tense encounter with GOP Senator Mitt Romney ahead of Last week's State of the Union address claimed he received some positive words of encouragement from Senator Kristen Cinema, the Arizona Independent. Kristen Cinema, as she was walking by, said something to effect of "Hang in there, buddy," or something like that. Santos told Newsmax. Now we all know that Newsmax is a bastion of truth. If you want to, if you want to know what's true and accurate. You want to tune into Newsmax. I sound a little partisan there. But this really isn't a partisan issue. I don't like people that lie. Democrat, Republican, Libertarian, Independent. I just, I just dislike people that engage in such nefarious chicanery. Especially when you're a public servant. When I vote for someone, I like to vote for them based on what's true. I even said... When you have people that, I don't care if it's Mayor Ford, rest in peace, of Toronto. I don't care if it was Slick Willie when he was sharing a cigar. I like the way that I I phrased that. When he was sharing a cigar with with Monica Lewinsky. I don't care if it was Andrew Gillum butt naked in a pool of his own vomit in a hotel room while a guy from RentMen.com was overdosing. In, in the bathroom at the hotel. I don't I don't care. I don't care what you do. It's none of my business. It's not my place to judge. Who am I, James Lewis, to judge anybody on their character? Just tell me the truth. Just tell me who you are. If you're going to smoke crack or crank or meth, then you need to run on the platform that you're going to smoke crack and, and crank and meth. I might still vote for you. But it's the people that, that lie. And say that they have traditional Judeo-Christian values and they campaign that they're about their family, they're about their kids, and, and they put their wife out there and their kids out there. You're really, you're you're a party boy. That's fine. Just tell me the truth. Back to the article. Footage from that night shows Cinema walking in front of Romney as the Utah Republican passes by Santos. Santos appears to turn and speak to Cinema while Romney is talking. While cinema turned to Santos, the senator's spokeswoman said her boss and the congressman did not speak. Romney, on the other hand, didn't hold back when when he saw Santos. Quote, you don't belong here, he said to Santos on the floor. He later confirmed the exchange and attacked the New York freshman over his itinerary of lies, telling reporters that Santos should resign from Congress if he, quote, had any shame at all. We know that, that he has no shame. Romney also bashed Santos's decision to stand in the center aisle where he would get maximum exposure on television during President Joe Biden's address to Congress. He should be sitting in the back row and staying quiet, yada, 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 blah, blah, blah. Now, this is kind of a follow-up. So if you if you're not aware, you have this Senator George Santos who's in New York. And he lied about everything to get elected. He lied about being a college graduate. He lied about going to this really good school. That not only did he not graduate from there, he didn't even go there. It's one thing to be like a semester short, maybe twenty credits short, and be like, "Man, I graduated," but he didn't even go there. He never even enrolled there. It's like that that medical degree that I got here at Meharry in Cashville that I that I never showed up for classes, never applied, never took the MCAT. But I just decided that I wanted to be Dr. Lance J. So he lied about that. He lied about his own personal background. I, I thought that the, the line of the day, he said that he had a, a Jewish background in his lineage. And people fact-checked him, and that turned out not to be true. And his response was, no, I didn't mean, I didn't mean that I was Jewish. I meant that I was Jew-ish, hyphen. I mean, this guy's lied about everything he has. He has multiple investigations over finances and repeated lies about other things. So this, this guy, perhaps, allegedly, possibly, is skimming money off the top. Like, this guy's in a whole lot of hot water over the lies that he's told to get elected. And, and I say on the show all the time, like, beware of, of these false prophets. And false prophets can come, they can come in many shapes and sizes. And ethnic backgrounds, but there are people that will lie and they'll say and do anything. And I think Mitt Romney hit the nail on the head. He said, he said that if this man had any shame, he'd quit, but he doesn't have any shame. And I think President Trump, when he was in the Oval Office in the Rose Garden, he took lying to a to a new standard and a new plateau. It's become in vogue. And it's become socially acceptable to just be a pathological liar. So I don't even think that that rep representative Santos feels that he's done anything wrong. He knows that he lied. This guy's lied about everything. His whole background, his whole persona, his whole, his whole campaign, his whole platform is a lie. And I just want to continue to, to point that out. I don't, I don't care. Like I said, I don't care what your, your party is, what your politics are, red state, blue state. That doesn't matter to me. We're, we've reached a stage where it's the individual that's willing to tell the most outlandish lie. That's going to be successful. That's going to get voted. That's going to get promoted. That's going to have their business thrive. President Trump talked about that in the art of the deal. He said if you lie to someone three times, they'll believe it. Once they believe it, you can tell them anything you want. And it worked for him until COVID hit. He couldn't lie his way out of that. He tried to lie his way out of the body count from COVID. That's that's pretty hard. And speaking of the State of the Union address, I try not to get too political on the show. And President Biden has had a much better six-month run You know, he ended last year better. Unemployment is low, even though those jobs have been replaced by inferior jobs. So if you were making 80K a year, you lost your job because of COVID. And now you're making 47K a year. You're technically employed, but you're you're making half of what you were making before. And tech layoffs are becoming so prevalent. I'm going to talk about that this week on the show. You got Apple. You got Google Alphabet. You got Dell. Got Amazon, all of the big heavy hitters. They're laying off people left and right. And those are six-figure jobs. They're not laying off the janitor. They're not laying off the administrative assistants. They're not laying off their telemarketing staff. They're laying off middle-level management and executives, people that, that are making, making the loot. So there's some gaps. But overall, unemployment is rebounding. and mean, We're still kind of sort of in a recession. And we're still dealing with the fallout from COVID and all of that stuff. But I think for watching Joe Biden in the State of Union Address, I think he is what we all thought he was. It's like it's like Dennis Green. And when he said the Bears are who we thought they were, we just wanted we just wanted President Trump and his lies out of the White House. This guy was gonna get us all killed. We would have we would have voted for anyone. I would have voted for you listening. I would have voted for anyone to get Trump out of the White House. And I'm a, and I'm a conservative. And I think that President Biden was a placeholder. And any, any idea or concept of him running for another term or serving another term, that, that's not, I just don't think that that's going to work. I didn't see a lot of President Biden signs on people's lawns. I didn't see a lot of Biden 2020 paraphernalia and buttons and bumper stickers and stuff like that. I just think it was just like anybody but that guy that's in there now is making a mockery of the White House. If I was a Democratic strategist, I I would be strongly urging President Biden not to run again. I think that he served his country. He got us out of the death grip of Donald J. Trump. And doing his best to, to duct tape it and keep it together. We're on the other side of COVID. We're still in a in a economic crisis to an extent. And inflation is through the wazoo. But we got to we got to have more talented people, man. This is the United Bleeping States of America. You can't tell me that that Trump running again from the Republican side versus President Biden. You can't tell me that those are the best two people that that we have to offer in this wonderful country of ours. Paragon
0: 7 Studios live from the Paragon 7 Studios. You are listening to the J radio network paradigm 77 Seven. studio Seven.
1: For a demonstration request, go to www.episource.com.
0: James Lewis.
1: But I get this email that says, election day may be behind us, but our work is far from finished, James. The Senate race in Georgia is headed for a runoff, and that means the result of this election depends on what we do between now and December 6th. And it says in big, bold letters, you haven't donated this year to the DNC. Split. So it's giving me instructions. Split a $10 donation between Raphael Warnock's campaign and the DNC to help with this runoff and defeat Herschel Walker.
0: Rampage the first lieutenant of the Universal Flipmall Squad.
1: Don't, don't demand money from me, DNC. Don't ever send me an email like that again in your life. If I was there, I'd probably, just to be spiteful, I'd probably vote for Herschel Walker just to spite you because that email was so disrespectful. You demanding my money that I worked hard for during a recession in a post-COVID society when I got a family to feed
0: and they're demanding that I give you money? Bleep you, man. You are listening to the Lance J Radio Network. I'm the latest hashtag
2: challenge. Everyone on social media is trying me. I'm trending so hard that hashtag common sense can't keep up. This is going to get tens and tens of views. But if you don't have the right auto insurance coverage, you could be left to pay for this yourself.
1: Get Allstate and be better protected from mayhem for a whole lot less.
2: It's time to switch to T Mobile. Right now, pay zero cost when you do. Keep your number and keep your phone. We'll even pay it off. Only at T Mobile, the leader in 5G. We began searching for ways to not only feed, not only bridge the access to food, but how can we fight disease? Quite naturally, that required, it was a must, that we figure out how to get fresh produce, crisp greens, leafy greens, and fruits and herbs and vegetables directly to the front door of those families that needed it the most. And so, we finally come out with a solution. And we call that Full Cart Fresh. We have teamed up with some of the, the greatest people in America our American farmers. And through working with a collaborative of farmers across multiple states, we have created Full Cart Fresh. So imagine this, you're at a farm, the produce is picked and prepared, and it's boxed in a Full Cart Fresh box at the farm and then through our shipping and logistics uh, program we ship directly from the farm directly to the front door of the most vulnerable families in America. We have got families and seniors and children around the country who are hungry and as well as hungry are really managing and coping with serious illnesses and diseases so come along help us help feeding children everywhere through our full cart program and the launch of our new full cart fresh help those families in need
0: rampage the first lieutenant of the universal Mole squad
1: the construction teams are classic in philly they, they are new
0: york they are connecticut James Lewis. Never been to Connecticut, man. Connecticut, Jersey, you definitely uptown. from New York. You definitely from New York if you shout it out, Connecticut. You are listening to the Lanch J Radio Network.
1: COVID nineteen. Some people get it, and some people can get it bad. And for those who do get it bad, it may be because they have a high risk factor, such as heart disease, diabetes, being overweight, asthma, or smoking. Even if symptoms feel mild.
0: These factors can increase your risk of COVID-19 turning severe. So if you're at high risk and test positive, don't wait. Ask your healthcare provider right away if an authorized oral treatment
1: is right for you.